Hello once again. We are back on Anchor Truth with Zamam Tombe and it's still Women's Month. We're still talking about women, their processes and their growth. So in today's episode, it's focused on the woman behind Anchor Truth being Zamam Tombe. So it came as an interest and also an idea by people who I normally interview in the podcast and the people that are able to reach me. Um, after listening to the different episodes and they thought that it would be a good idea for people to know the woman behind Anchor Truth given that currently our podcast is not video based currently our podcast is more voice based so you don't get to journey with the woman behind Anchor Truth but rather it has been a voice and there's a lot of interest around understanding what made me to start podcasting what the name anchor truth means who is uzamam tombin all about and how i come about the different questions and the different topics and themes that i cover in the podcast and what is the ultimate thing that i seek to actually fulfill through the podcast so today is all about me and this is not meant to brag this is not meant to be a space where i blow my own horn but it's more about journeying with the voice behind anchor truth and the woman behind anchor truth so here we are at it and let's get started some people want to know why anchor truth what does the word mean how did i come about is there some symbolic meaning behind anchor truth well there's quite a, a background i'd say to it because before i started podcasting on spotify i had a youtube channel that was called anchor truth and its focus was on biblical matters and matters that were um, pertaining the christian faith so uh due to technical and logistical issues i really had to discontinue youtube and that is really a story for another day um it was not me giving up on the whole idea behind it or the vision that i had with it but it was more at looking at the logistical arrangements and also the technical arrangements that goes with having a youtube channel and keeping up to date with having the ability to do videos so um again what i noticed is that when i spoke to um, people from the christian community and to say guys there's something that i'm noticing that when we talk about well-being from our biblical point of view we only focus on spiritual matters and we spoke focus on prayer fasting reading the bible having meditation time and time to actually um, have a devotion where you dedicate um, your time to study the word of god and pray and for us that's wellness but i feel like that's quite a shortage because overall wellness needs also other aspects such as taking care of your mental health and for another person taking care of your mental health is hitting the gym in the morning is going for that walk is sitting by a quiet park reading a book on anything else and i believe again that mental health wellness for another person may even involve going to see a, a therapist and stuff like that so i felt that if we are to talk about an overall 
development of a person, we have to touch on the different facets that I believe are hard to touch if you come only with a biblical lens. And that gave birth to Anchor Truth that we currently are tuning into, which now speaks on personal development. So my idea was that this podcast actually was running parallel with the YouTube channel, hence the name didn't change, because I believed that um, Anchor Truth then, what it meant for the YouTube channel was that John 14, 6 says that in the Bible that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Therefore, truth spoke about Jesus being the truth, that everything that we speak about biblical matters that gives a sense of principle and guidance comes from what Jesus has said. So it is anchored in the truth that Jesus has given us. So what people walked out with in that setup or that YouTube channel was the truth about the word of God that came from Christ and that's what it was. So now anchor truth for the podcast that we are currently tuned in that we are talking about what does it really mean so they will the word really anchor does come from the idea of a ship gets its stability amidst waves from its anchor right so anchor truth offers listeners a, a foundation for their personal development journey so the term anchor conveys a sense of rootedness and stability, symbolizing dependable guidance and wisdom shared on the podcast by different people um, sharing their expertise. And in the context of personal development, truth then represents the authentic and genuine aspects of self-discovery and growth. So the podcast delves into meaningful conversations and insights that are grounded in authenticity and encouraging listeners to explore their own truths, values, and aspirations. So combining anchor truth, the word anchored and also truth in the podcast really communicates the idea, the idea that personal development is a journey deeply rooted in authenticity and reliable wisdom. And that's how I find anchor truth being quite fitting also for such a platform. So another thing that I was asked is how do I come about the topics and the people that are invited on the podcast and is everything tailor-made? Yes, everything is tailor-made because I do believe that everyone is able to speak well about their own craft and their own expertise. As I cannot call a teacher to speak about medical things, um, so when I do invite a person, they speak on a topic that I know they have the knowledge, the expertise, and the experience to talk about. So this is not just a matter of inviting friends and people that I know and have coffee with, but it's people that I know that they have something to offer and something valuable that we could walk out with and something that we could listen and really get a lesson out of. So it's very important um, for me to tailor make then the questions to be suitable for the person who's coming on the podcast. And again, how I choose the topics is that um, Spotify offers this great dashboard, which is an, an analytical um, dashboard that is available to me as the person who's the owner and it's not available to the person who's a listener. 
um, or even a person who follows the 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 channel you can't see the analyticals so i'm able to see from the dashboard where my listeners are from are they mostly from south africa or out of south africa and mostly only 45 percent are from south africa the rest they are um, from different parts of the world and i get to see the age group um, if it's people mostly around their 30s who listen to the show or if it's people younger than that and also you are able to see the performance for each episode that you have so i get to see how each and every episode performs that helps me to see that oh people are quite interested in health related matters financial related matters because you get to see the um episode that is most listened to so when i go through the analytics i really try to focus on the questions and the themes that people find to be helpful because that's what people tune in for they tune in to listen to what is going to be um, of benefit to them and sometimes um, not everything worry will be relevant for everyone so i guess there's a sense of what people want that's how i choose the topics and the themes what I find is interesting, what I find is already public consumption. <clears throat> and obviously, because I can't really cover the whole world in one episode, it's very um, important that my episodes are quite context-specific. Um, when we talk about culture, you know, I, I'll speak about myself as an African woman, myself as a South African woman, because... I do understand now that there are people who are listening that are not in South Africa. That also gives us preview to understand that we tailor make our episodes so that we use a, a medium of communication that is most accessible um, to other people because this is not just a podcast that is just listened to people that are just by your, who are your neighbors, but it's it's other people who may not be speaking your language so all those things it goes into the planning it goes into um the type of people that i also invite that they have to have a strong command of the language so that there won't be any barriers and again these things are not static these things do change along the way because sometimes you'll find that You'll tune in next month to look at your dashboard and your analytics and you'll find that now more and more of your listeners are from South Africa than they are from other parts of the world. And then you can begin to focus on things and matters that are just South African based. So I think um, I've answered that question on how I choose and tailor make my questions for the people who come on the episodes and to speak on different topics so people are also interested to know more about me who i am and what i do um all right so i don't do podcasting as a full-time thing i always tell people that um podcasting in my region is not monetized so this is not done for money um, this is really done for passion because i do believe that before something pays off you have to work on it and this so people always think that everything is driven by money or revolves around money we do things because um of money no uh people who know me very well know that i am not wired like that 
Um, so that's just to put it out there that this is not just um, this is not a money based thing because there's no money to it um, for me because um, my channel is not monetized because in our region it's not monetized even if it was um, that's not the sole reason that's not what drives me that's not what makes me to wake up and think about what to um, record for anchor truth but it's more about this is my breathing space it's my thinking space and therefore it becomes a platform where i'm able to say my raw thoughts in a very um particular way in a very respectful way in a way that is quite um helpful for other people i personally find that a lot of things that i find on social media negative a lot of things that i find on social media have a sense of drama and have a sense of putting down people so when i wanted to have a footprint on the online and the digital um, side of life i always wanted it to be something that represents who i am because sometimes i get a sense of when i read comments people are body shaming people they are saying all sorts of things and i come to think of it to say does this mean that 90 percent of the people are really mean and cruel does this mean that we have toxic people who are just surrounded by evil people because that's what the digital footprint is saying um so when i i really decided to be on such a platform i knew what was my style i knew what was my no-go area because one i am conditioned by my values and i'm conditioned by my principles and that's why you will not find any sense of swearing in my podcast because a podcast should represent the person behind that's the person that you're getting to know through the podcast is that through the introduction you already heard that i am a christian as much as in my podcasts i have not delved into christianity because i gave a long explanation in the beginning way i actually use a platform to speak about christianity but everything is based on that it's still like my moral compass and it's still a lens in which i look into life and i get to understand um, life and i get to also understand different realities so um what you see in the in the podcast does represent also who i am my interests and my crazy um ideas and crazy things that i find interest in um why i say crazy because i'm sometimes told that i'm a controversial person and i think that you'll get to see once i talk about biblical matters because i sometimes like to play the advocate's devil because i do believe that um, we have to question things in order for us to learn um, we have to question things in order for us to have understanding we have to question things in order for us to have foresight and that's where the controversial part comes from so on the topic on what i do so by profession i'm in i'm in academia so i'm a researcher um and that's what i i currently do i'm a bookworm i read a lot i consume a lot of knowledge i believe that knowledge is power i believe that reading does really open your eyes and opens 
you to different realities. Um, I believe a lot in listening to other people's podcasts as well. I do have my own favorite podcast that I listen to. There are um, uh, cover topics on personal development and they cover topics in terms of money, adulting and different things. And I support of a lot of local podcasts as well. Um, because we have friends who podcast and I was also introduced into podcasting by a friend of mine. Um, so I do podcasting is something that I do, um, not just as it's, it's not a side hustle. No, it's something that is my passion project that I do, um, because I do believe that I have been told that I'm passionate about development and yes, I'm passionate about development. Another thing that I'm passionate about social justice and um, equity as I like to put it instead of equality because I don't believe that it's quite possible to reach equality but equity is quite possible I don't want to get into that um, so in a lot of my writings um, if you read my journal publications and the things that I write um, in my professional space they have a foregrounding of social justice because I'm quite passionate about that. I'm passionate about women development. <laughs> I'm passionate about challenging um, cultural and status quo that don't make sense but have been carried on year after year because we want to keep tradition. That's who Uzama is. Um, so some people I come across as a feminist because I come strongly uh, for and I support women development and I support the well-being, the overall well-being of women because it's something that I believe I can be more equipped to fight because I understand the nature of what it means to be a woman and I understand what it means now to be oppressed as a woman. Um, given our background, we are in South Africa, there are a lot of things that we face oppression through. Um, so I do understand what it means to be oppressed just because of um, a gender that you woke up to be in you know so i'm passionate about those things and yeah and, and and if you get to know me is yeah so beyond other things yeah i, I do have hobbies that I, I i i do i like a lot of sports so back then i used to be a, a hockey player i used to play even for kzn um and then i i quit my dream of hockey because I didn't see the reality of me going to Australia given that ho hockey is a more um, I would say it's a sports that's more popular in, in, in Australia than it is in South Africa and a lot of the people that I played with went to Australia and I think why hockey is that back then I'm um, in my team I was the only black person who played hockey the only black person in the team than I the team that I played for and I think it became that thing that only black woman doing a, a a supposedly white person sport so I think that came with its own limitations you know um, it's hard to get funding for a sport that's not known <laughs> you know I used to laugh a lot lot when I walk in my neighborhood with my hockey stick a lot of people thought that I was playing golf, you know, just to show how much it was not really a familiar sport, even in 
my community so um I, I i stopped i was a sporty person i played soccer um i did swimming and yeah currently i am into sports i'm a social runner i do weights but mostly all of this i do for my well my wellness it's one of my wellness um routine um so it's part of that and so it's a lifelong journey if i could put it like that and i'm a person who enjoys nature i'm a person who enjoys exploring and by nature i don't like drama by nature i'm not a dramatic person i'm a cool calm collected person i like to reason i'm logical um as i'm told but at the same time i'm quite a soft person so um yeah that's who i am and that's who zamam tombeni is and that's what i do in terms of my value system and my morals so i spoke about being a christian woman and i spoke about that being the basis of who i am i do also believe in the general things such as respect of humans generally i do um subscribe to respecting people irregardless of their rank irregardless of their age irregardless of their social status because i believe that the world has become so perverted that we are taught that before you give a person a certain treatment you have to know who they are um what is their social value in community and i don't subscribe to that because i believe that i was well i was well raised um my mother raised us very well um and 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 i believe that i do want to carry on the good manners and the good ethics that she um i would say that she really enforced in the family so we were taught that you just respect people because that's you know the way to do it in life and that's really who i am i'm a simple person i'm not complicated um and i just enjoy the simple things in life so i was asked to share <laughs> some of the things that i believe strongly about in terms of women development given that it's women's month um all right just some of the things that i believe that need to be spoken more of in women development um aspects given that it is women's month i think it's the sole understanding of what does it mean to be a woman in the 21st century what's the idea of a woman that society holds and how do we now become authentic women that are relevant for the different spheres and the different roles that we play in our families in our workplaces in our communities and in the different um, societal spaces that we find ourselves in and also to understand the dynamics of how the reality of womanhood is changing because i feel like some of the ideals that we hold on to are not realistic given the time and space that we live under and also to understand that there's a narrative that we love of womanhood that we all cannot be and the changing nature of priorities that women are kind of having in the 21st century so i think one of the things that society needs to be ready for is really a different batch of women who are not fixated in a specific category back then in our parents time it was given that women 
have to get married and have to bear children and in the 21st century it's quite a different path it's not a linear path so given that it's not a linear path and men have been taught for centuries to have the idea of a woman who sits at home bears children and washes dishes and cooks so and a woman who's not really having a career it's quite challenging for a lot of men to get used to the 21st century woman because they are sold the um woman of the six of of the 60s and the woman of the 50s and we find that there's a changing dynamic socially there's a changing dynamic politically and also economically where you find that women are found in spaces where originally you would not find a woman in so i think to develop and to speak about women development then we have to feature issues of um um, development about men how do you orientate yourself around a woman who's passionate about career how do you orientate yourself around a woman who's in the public eye because that's what we are dealing with in the 21st century so i believe that there's a lot of things then that we have to talk about um with women then and also other things that develop us as women so that we don't walk around we really don't walk around with the mentality that we are Barbies and princesses that everyone else who exists exists to tiptoe around us. But we have to have a very developmental um, mindset and to set realistic goals and ideals of things that we also expect um, from other people, let it be relationships whether um, romantic relationships or even friendships. I believe that we do need women that function and not women who are extractive because as women, sometimes we do have this mentality of wanting everyone to run around us because we feel and think that we are special. But we need to groom and develop women to be functional in their friendships, to be functional in their relationships, to be functionals, functional as parents, to be functional as partners, to be functional even as career people so it's very important for me i believe that um, what's needed is to speak the truth speak the truth deliberately intentionally but with love and care and also to speak about the things that we feel and see as a struggle with women particularly i feel like sometimes when it comes to relationships women are very extractive and um, I think that that's something that we really need to develop in and in era, I feel that women need more development and we need more development in so that we don't become um, people with high demands but nothing to offer even mentally, spiritually and people who are only there to take but not there to offer. Um, because I believe that also the space of companionship is a space where you need to understand your partner's vision, you understand where your partner is going so that you are able to walk with the person and support the person in a way that they need to be supported. And sometimes in a way we do become selfish as women in those arenas where we think that everything is about us. So I do believe that's one aspect of women development that we still need. Um, some help in and I think also growingly I, I, I tend to see that there's a lot of women who are juggling a lot of things at once who are single parents doing trying to strive in their careers and they need a lot of um, strategies and ways to function so that they don't come back home to be resentful parents 
and they don't come home to be resentful people and i believe that women also need to know that they don't need to get it all right they need to relax um, I know that we always speak about the ideal woman as a strong black woman doing everything by herself, independent, um, trying to strive. But sometimes you don't need to compete with anyone as a woman. You don't need um, to want to be better than other people, but you need to be intact with your vision. You need to be intact with where you are going. And I believe that's where true development then comes in for a woman also to have a fixed idea of who you are because once you become fixed in understanding who you are you're not moved by anything because you know what's for you and what's not for you and i think that's why i'm quite a value and a goal-driven person because that helps me then to clear my space and my path for things that are not meant for me and things that i am not equipped to do because what we tend to do as women we want to be present in everything we want to cover everything we want to please everyone and it's quite impossible something i used to suffer with and it's quite impossible to give 100 percent to everything so um one of the developmental aspects that i feel are quite crucial for women in the 21st century is how to um, appropriate weights around the things that we do the different tasks the things that we juggle in life um, because it is a lot we are trying to be good parents we are trying to be good wives we're trying to be good employees we're trying to be good bosses we're trying to be good um, business leaders and stuff like that and at the same time hold you know the balances of life well and sometimes it we can't because you can't balance things to be 100%. So it's very important to be fine that you are unable to be present everywhere, but prioritize the things that are really crucial to where you're going and the things that are really crucial to um, your current goals and the things that you are trying to meet in life. So I do believe that women should not be sold the narrative of a strong black woman. Women should be soft, women, women should be caring, women should be also given the ability to fall and um, come up again, the ability to fail, learn, and learn to actually overcome things and learn, you know, have the learning process. Because I feel like in society, we have this expectation of a woman who has to know everything, who has to solve everything. But I think it's high time where we also solve and sell the narrative of a woman rather who is still trying to sort themselves out in life who's still getting direction in life and it's okay because sometimes life cannot be very linear and life is not meant to be linear and i think another developmental aspect that's very important for women what i tend to notice is even a known thing that i am very cautious of and something that i I fight daily because it's a demon that I feel that women have to fight. So this thing of just hating another woman just because of nothing, really. You can really meet someone and they know nothing about you. You know nothing about them. But you find that there's this tension, there's this thing of just them hating you. And I know it's something that men joke about, but I feel like it's, it's something that's not meant to be celebrated. It's something that's meant to be fought off. It's something that's not meant to be because it's dramatic in my um, perspective because 
men are able to be put in one room they get together um they don't know each other they meet each other um and they get to know each other and they get on with life but for women things have to be complicated and i feel like if you are a person like that who sometimes out of no particular reason you just hate a person and you have no good reason for it i feel like it's it's something if you have in your nature you should try to grow out of because that's how sometimes we we sh we we shoot ourselves in the foot of development we shoot ourselves in the foot of progress because we allowing these so-called stereotypical things to get in our way always strive to be an easy person always strive to be a dependable person always strive to be a person who makes life easier for other people and not harder and i always try by all means to be accommodative when i, I meet a person and to be interested to get to know the next person when i meet them so women really need to um, come out of this mindset because i don't believe that it's a trait that should be used to define what a woman is a woman should be a peacemaker a woman should be a person of peace not a person of quarrel and i do believe that those are the aspects that i find pressing that are i would say that are uh, a crucial to be spoken of and to be delved into more in terms of development of women um so my vision for the podcast is for it to to grow and it's for it to cover relevant topics it's for it to have conversations and dialogues that are intriguing and it's for it to maintain a different stature and for it not to be contaminated by the different things that are flowing the different trends because i'm not really a trendy person i'm not a groupie um, i believe that i'm a person who is a leader um, so I'm not swayed by what is happening in society, but I want the podcast to be authentic. I want the podcast to be, um, functional, you know, where it, it, it prioritizes personal development and it tries to incorporate things that are I would say touch different people in the community in a different way and we speak about these things it becomes that breathing and that healing corner for a lot of people and it becomes a corner where people are able to um, arm themselves with knowledge and to arm themselves with positivity as i say sometimes people need a break from online platforms because of the level of toxicity my podcast wants to be that space where people take a break that space where people are able to actually breathe in and out from the toxicity that they get out there. And I believe that I don't want my podcast to actually spread out the toxicity, but I want us to talk about the difficult topics and the topics that we shy away from and to arm ourselves to be better women and to be better men out there. And I just want to see a society that really grows into having responsible women and, and men who talk about issues, who don't look over issues, who talk about um, regeneration of values in the generations coming after us. And yeah, to be a space where people are able to be challenged, you know, and to be able to see themselves grow into things and into beings that they never thought they would be. 
So what's coming up more in the podcast is that I am planning to have a series where we also talk about men issues, about manhood and you know about different qualities and things that are needed in the 21st century man and talk about the things that are uh, bugging, you know, young people, bugging middle-aged people. And I think the moment we talk about people, that is where we have constructive and deliberate thought around an issue. And I believe that's when we are able to make a difference. And that's what Anchor Truth is all about. And that is what Ruzamam Tombin is all about on this platform. She's all about positivity and personal development. So thank you so much for your continued support. And thank you so much for always listening to us. And I am also looking forward to growing the podcast to be video based because I do understand the type of logistics that that requires so that is one of the things that are in the pipeline so that it becomes more engaging and it becomes something more alive than it is right now but for the time being you are just listening to the voice behind the podcast and that is who Zamam Tombin is all about.